0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is believe.
1: Hey, this is John Sadak, TV voice of the Cincinnati Reds, and you're up for late night Redstone.
0: What is up, everybody? Happy Wednesday nights! Really excited to have you here to talk about the six-game losing streak Cincinnati Reds, but we're going to get through it together as a family because that's what we do each and every week here at Late Night Reds Talk Live, brought to you by the Believe Podcast Network and sponsored by our good friends at Online. Our partners at Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and online and sports info. Find all the latest odds, news, and sports, including this year's The Basketball Draft. Really like the odds of the Duke under three and a half players selecting the first round at plus 165. Good cash right there for you. The NHL Hockey Championship, Major League Baseball, the latest fighting news, and even next season's early NFL futures. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to get the welcome bonus and get in action. Bet online where the game starts. I am Tim Daniel. Excited to be here with the guys, as always, our excellent producer, Mr. Nick Kirby. How are you, sir? Hey, I'm doing great. Uh,
2: Happy to celebrate the Reds. Uh, three straight games without an air. So, yeah, big
0: time. <laughs> big time. Big time. Yes, absolutely. Also joining us, former big leaguer himself, our good friend, and hopefully yours, Mr. Carlos
1: Guevara. What's up, boys? How deep did you have to dig for that one, Nick?
2: Not too hard. They, they had a pretty good streak going of air. So I was like, hey, you know what? I don't remember an air yesterday. And I didn't know it was three in a row. I thought it was only two in a row. So that was very encouraging.
0: Yeah, nice. very encouraging. Yeah. As they're in the midst of their third longest losing streak of the season. Which I don't know if it's worse is the fact that we can say they've had a two losing streaks longer than six in a row. Or the fact we're literally able to say that this is their third longest losing streak of the season. That's um kind of a... Kind of an interesting statistic there, as they fall to a season worst twenty two games under five hundred after losing today eight to four to the LA Dodgers. And mind you, at one point we're leading three to nothing in this game. Woof! So Donovan Solano makes his his Reds debut, gets a double, a nice RBI. The fiftieth different guy the Reds have used this season. Uh, they are now very, 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 very much even farther out of the race, and. Um, gosh, this is just brutal. And don't worry, guys, because there's only 94 games left to go this season.
1: We got a lot more of this to watch, boys. <laughs> so much. <laughs> and they're probably going to get worse. That's the thing. Some of the guys that are that are hitting well, they're going to end up gone here at the trade deadline. So dig in, folks. They play Baltimore. Yeah. <laughs>
0: There's like that stretch. It's like uh, it's like 10 games in a row. They play Miami and Baltimore.
1: Yeah. I want to watch Chaz, or whatever his name is. I'm sorry. Um, Jazz. Jazz. Really that looks pretty cool to watch. Never they're
2: going to play a lot of other really, really bad teams in the second half. So, yeah, we'll see. It'll be interesting. You know, trade deadline will be fascinating. At least it's something
0: fun. Yeah. <laughs> Fun, yeah, I think fun might be
1: the way to put it. um are we gonna catch the pirates or the the cubs or both uh, yeah, I mean we uh, or should we save this for all star break talk
2: it <laughs> on, well, it depends on what those two teams do at the deadline. I mean, are they selling pieces you know i I don't know if the pirates really like are the, are the pirates trading Brian Reynolds at the deadline? They're Brian Reynolds. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Badar, Yeah. He's, he's, uh, having a great year. Um, the Cubs. I mean, I don't know really who, like, I don't really know who the Cubs could flip. They don't really have, yeah, like, it's not like they're very good. Well, they have Wilson Contreras. I mean, he would be a pretty, pretty big piece. So, yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, I think the Reds are better than both of those teams, but, you know, how many guys are going from each team and, how deep is green and Ashcraft and Lodolo going to pitch this year? Um, I
0: don't know. Yeah, it's, um, it's brutal. Uh, I don't think there's really any other way around it. Um, at this point, we're kind of just in this like muck of it, you know, it looked like they were, I mean, they were playing really good baseball there for a stretch after the three and 22 start. Now they're at, like a worse record than they have been throughout the season as far as like a win differential. Um, in the bullpen, man. Oof, Yow's us. So yet again tonight. Uh, do we still blame me for Freddie Freeman last year? Does this does that does that like come over or can we drop it? Yeah, once he
1: got traded, it's all.
0: Yeah, I think it's in. I think it's in the wash. Okay, uh, cool. Yeah, thank God because I saw he hit a homer today and I went, Oh no, I'm going to hear that.
1: I think we did. I think the res did get him hot though.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. They did. He was, he was hot coming in. <laughs> um Man. Yeah, I mean look, you know, like this I mean it's not like they've lost six straight games to, you know, bottom feeders. Like these are the two teams leading the central and the west, two of the best teams in baseball. Uh so I mean look, it it is what it is. There'll be better days coming, you know, when they play the Cubs and the Pirates and Yeah, there's actually a really brutal schedule coming up, but uh yeah, there's <laughs> to
0: say. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, um. You be, mean uh,
0: the Mets and the Yankees are coming up? Yeah. Like,
1: oh boy, that Yankees. Yeah. Want, wait, are the Yankees coming to town? Not no, they exactly. go to they go to Yankee Stadium. Good. That would Aaron Judge be against this, this bullpen.
0: <laughs> yeah, let's just go and put Aaron Judge against the Reds bullpen. They're gonna throw Joe Kunell out there to pitch to Aaron Judge. That dude is smashing right now. He had another one tonight.
1: Yeah. I hope he goes to the Red Sox.
0: Does the reverse Johnny Damon? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: I don't know, man. So, yeah, Nick, you bring up a good point. Obviously, they did lose two good teams. I just think it's the way they're losing that's more frustrating than anything. Um, You know, tonight, Luis Castillo wasn't his best, but he still, you know, did enough to keep them in the game. And then, you know, kind of just fell apart there at the seams. And then, but we've talked about that so many times now. I mean, besides, you know, Saturday it was Graham Ashcraft, without a shadow of a doubt, obviously his worst game of the season. Like, that was just, couldn't get anything going. Um, So, it's just kind of a mess of, like, everything going on there. But, you know, you're at this point, and I know this kind of just carries over from last year's conversation, of just, like, you're kind of throwing crap at a wall and seeing what's going to stick with the bullpen. And it's a little irritating, to be honest. Um, just kind of seeing like just all these things that happen, like, but at least at this point compared to last year, you know, you have like maybe two guys, maybe three guys you can count, like, you know, like are going to be part of your future of your pen. Hopefully. I don't know. How much longer do they have Jeff Hoffman? Uh,
2: I, I'd push back a I'll, little, little bit on yeah. that. I, I don't, none of these relievers are, are going to be here in 2024. That are on the current roster. I mean, I don't know, maybe one or two of them. But, like, I I would say, like, if Hunter Green was getting rocked every night and Graham Ashcraft was getting rocked every night and, uh, you know, Jonathan India, he he hit a home run yesterday. He was looking terrible. Um, You know, Tyler Stevenson. Like, those are the guys I really care about at this this stage of the season. I don't really care what. Joel Kunal does like he's not going to be a part of the next Reds you know good team that we're hoping probably 2024 is probably you know the year so I mean if anyone's gonna suck I'd rather this group suck than you know (laughs) the lineup oh they are oh yeah they 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 definitely are not uh killing it but I mean I think it would be more deflating for me if it was you know the other way around yeah that makes sense um, yeah, that's I a mean, good way to look at it And Castillo and Mally are pitching well I mean, you know, just I hold my breath every time they pitch Like, God, just please don't get hurt the next six weeks <laughs> You know, right <laughs> I mean, you know, that's There's not time to recover Before the, the deadline, you know So, um, I thought it was smart David Bell pulled him at 103 pitches <laughs> Like He was like, we're not You know, we're not pushing it today You know, you gotta protect these guys Because this is, you know, they're the trade chips to 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 get you back.
1: Yeah, they probably have a hard uh, a hard number for, for David to use with those two guys.
2: I imagine when Mally, Mally threw 119, David got a call the next day. What are you mm-hmm. doing?
1: What are you doing, David? He's probably waiting for him in his office
0: <laughs>
1: after the game.
2: You want to run through some, some questions here? We got a lot of really good stuff in the chat. Uh, appreciate it yeah, here.
0: Absolutely. Um,
2: what do you guys think about uh, Almora getting pinched at four tonight? Didn't like it. I didn't mind it earlier in the year, but, like, I mean, I don't... He's, like, three home runs in five games? Like, he just...
0: He's doing that, like, uh, Brandon Phillips thing where it's, like, yeah, he's hitting, like, 290, but his on-base percentage is, like, 302. So it's, like, walks are not a thing for him. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, especially... Who, who hit for it? Was it Sinzel, right? No. It, came in for him? it was Schrock. Oh, was Schrock, yeah.
2: I would rather they had Schrock hit for Sinzel and just if if you somehow tie the game figure it out in the outfield like who cares Tommy Pham could play center field you know like it wouldn't be the end of the world if you tie it at eight you know live with it so yeah I didn't I didn't really get get
0: that yeah man so like you said I was really excited to see India hit a homer yesterday glad to see him back Um, but not you know the injury news on Tyler Stevenson seems to be pretty good seems like he was working out today so you got that going for us
1: As soon as they hit that pop fly uh, that India tried to score on, like he hadn't even got underneath the ball yet, the left fielder. And I was like, please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Please don't get hurt. Because I knew he was going to tag. Maybe maybe, he was out by 10 feet.
2: Maybe we should add add that to our our list of things to protect. No, if if there's any chance of a play at the plate, just don't send him.
1: It's not worth it. Do not take the extra base with this player, this player, this player, or this player.
2: (laughs) You will be the least aggressive team in baseball.
1: (laughs)
0: We do have some rehab assignment news here. So Jose Barrero continues to have a little bit of an up and down performance since being optioned at AAA. Uh, Justin Dunn, who was part of the Winker Suarez trade, is making his first rehab start, looks like, on Sunday with the Dragons. Um, The Dragons are a must-watch baseball team if you are into that because they're the Reds organization that's really good and have a lot of their younger prospects. Um, Vlad Gutierrez throwing a bullpen this week. Tyler Naquin could start his rehab assignment as soon as this week, and then Nick Lodolo had his first rehab start going out two innings, but they they get six strikeouts. So good news there on the Lodolo front and everyone, I think, but Barrero. Um, But, you know, sounds like if things go the way they might, uh, we'll be seeing a lot of Nick Lodolo starts this summer and and the dog days.
2: Yeah, I'm really excited about Justin Dunn. I'm excited to see what he has. Uh, I mean man if he if he's able to solidify a uh, rotation spot I, mean, I think that really starts making that trade look look pretty good for the Reds long term um he's a guy that was was a pretty well thought of prospect and just kind of struggled had some injuries but you know hopefully uh you know Cincinnati's where you can kind of figure it out so yeah I'm excited for that and then you know Lodolo I, I have a feeling they're gonna go with a six-man rotation that seems like it would make the most sense um You'd be limiting Castillo and Mally's starts. I don't think they can really do much to help their stock at this point. Like, yeah, all <laughs> we can do is get hurt. So, um, you yeah, know, I think that would make a lot of sense. Um, you know, who? I know people are like, well, what about the bullpen? Who, who cares? Like, I, I really don't care how many games the bullpen blows. Like, just this is what it is. Like, you know, it, Hopefully, you know, you build some character with some of these guys, (laughs) (laughs) you know, but, uh, and then, yeah, I mean, Tyler Naquin, that'll be, be nice as well. You know, another potential trade chip for the Reds, Uh, be nice to get him, you know, him back in the lineup. I still contend I I would love for the Reds to look at, at Naquin and Drury at, you know, short extensions before they look at moving them. Um, You know, I, I don't, I don't know how likely that is. You don't see a lot of those mid season deals. So, I, I don't really know the logistics behind that or if that's something that just you, players aren't interested in. But hey, if they are, you know, hey, I, I think both those guys would make sense for the Reds, kind of bridging to the Ellie De La Cruz's and Alan Sertas of the world.
0: What's going on with Jake Fraley? Does he like breathe anymore? Like, does he like walk? Do his arms work? I got got no update on
2: him. He, he's something with his foot that, that's really, you know, messed up. So. I don't know. It would be nice to see. Nice to have him back. um, You know, after the trade deadline, you know, when there's probably gonna be some some spots available. Nice to give him a run. See if he is a player that, you know, at least could be a a platoon. You know, could hold down a platoon spot.
0: Gonna go into the future. It's gonna be a lot of fun going to games when it's like seven dollars for really good seats again. Really excited about that. Car- Carlos comes in town in July. We're just like spending ten dollars on tickets and sitting bot sitting on the first baseline. Could be good times.
2: Still, still a, week, a
1: good shade spot.
2: Still a weekend series in July. They'll still they'll still be. Uh,
1: yeah, it'll be the first series back from the All Star break. So yeah, they'll they'll probably be good crowds that weekend. against the Cardinals.
0: Yeah, all the Cardinals will bring their fans. You're right. Yeah.
2: Hmm.
0: Once football season starts,
2: <laughs> then you'll. Really yeah, not. you're
0: right. Yeah. It's kind of good. we back. Yes. The uh, save. The reds are up 2 0 and the starters out. We have nine outs to get. What guys in the bullpen right now are you going to? Um, Jeff
2: Hoffman's my first option. Maybe, <laughs> maybe Reaver. If there's some lefties. <laughs> S- nah.
0: S-
1: Sessa and Warren are, are kind of serviceable. I mean, who? it's, it's Hoffman and whoever can throw strikes. Yeah. I mean,
2: I mean, it's just it, flip a yeah, flip a yeah, coin. Strikes
0: whoever's had the most rest (laughs) just right right (laughs) yeah your your turn buddy at this point just like pray whoever walks through the door just pray like yeah i don't know it's (laughs) rough i know clay had an article about it this week uh on just baseball but i think you know for the most part offensively the guys they've picked up that have been able to play really i mean we talked about this last week a little bit but those guys have worked out you know i mean we just talked about albert amora and Matt Reynolds and guys like that. Um, you know, everyone basically put Aramis Garcia That's really kind of either they played like better than we thought they would or, you know, or just have just been pretty good. Um, none of them have truly like been terrible. You know, Donovan Solano is just now getting his first big league bats. So, like, there's that, I guess, if we're showing the optimistic red side that we try to do on the show. Yeah, I mean,
2: fam and drury were great pickups. Like, I mean, yeah, they were. You know. I mean, their numbers. You see that if you're watching the stack S numbers, I mean, they're they're not fluky. They're they're legit. What they've done. more um, a, a Jr. Yeah, maybe
0: a little bit more yeah. fluky,
2: but yeah. <laughs> I'm also not sure he's not better than Nixon Zell right now. Uh,
0: Does Mike Spookstockis play it all the rest of the year? Do you think they just kind of like give it up at some point?
2: They're gonna make him go to spring training next year. I think he's he's yeah. at least in the Shogo the Shogo situation where you know you're 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 hoping and praying Mike just decides to retire in the off season <laughs> and throw away eighteen million dollars next year plus whatever the buyout is they still owe like twenty two twenty two more million more yeah, after this too year much I have a feeling yeah. he'll probably show up he'll probably show up the spring but I, there I would they're at least make him make him get their spring before they would, you know, cut him. I, I don't know. I I don't, I don't see a lot of hope there. I just, yeah, it, 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 you know, the the underlying numbers were bad last year too, just like this year. I just, I, I can't see really you know, anything that, that tells me he's going to have any, any success anytime
0: again. Delejo you know, Lopez is about to get a lot of that bats boys. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> could be but yeah i mean to kind of bring you back off what you said earlier nick this is kind of like you know tyler stevenson for a guy who played well Jonathan india you know those guys are like part of the future plan so you have that going um and then you know the ellie de la Cruz's, the jay allens the allen certas stuff to look forward to at least which brings us here our latest update of the farm watch which if there's a company out there that wants to sponsor this we can put your name right here on this banner, uh, really kind of pop up. So Matt McLean uh, still has a good, solid OPS, hitting homers and stealing bases. One fifteen weighted runs created plus. Uh, Brandon Williams with a three eleven ERA since May, forty nine strikeouts and only twenty two walks. So uh, Ellie Daly La Cruz up to one hundred fifty three weighted runs created plus, and Connor Phillips 16 innings pitch at three ERA and twelve point six strikeouts per nine innings. So pretty awesome.
2: Yeah, I'd like to see McLean, you know, maybe cut down on the strikeouts a little bit, but um yeah. he's kind of held held steady about, about where he's at, you know, overall. Like way to runs creator plus wise. Daily Cruz just continues to rake. You know, wonder if wonder if he'll get the call to to Chattanooga by the end of the year. Um it'd be really cool to see him, you know, get a promotion and have some success and and finish the year strong. Um and then yeah, I mean, Connor Phillips, just another another quality arm. Um, in the organization. Definitely really excited about him.
1: Yeah, Connor yeah. Phillips. Those, my numbers were better at Dayton, so don't get too excited about him, guys. <laughs> <laughs> did you have the strikeouts? Yeah, right I did. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> but that was, you guys were low A then. Dayton's high A now.
1: Oh, Whatever, we're still in Dayton, Tim. <laughs>
2: <laughs> wow. Mr. Negative, Tim. Jeez. <laughs>
0: <Woo>. <laughs> hey, man. I'm just trying to make sure that we don't tamper our excitement for Connor Phillips. Okay. I'll always give Carlos his love for his numbers.
2: Hey, they don't have the uh, they don't have the stats on Fangraphs for you, but but, but Carlos said, uh at a Double A Chattanooga. They're 2000- on the back of the
1: baseball card.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Twelve. Twelve point six strikeouts at a Double A in two thousand
1: seven. Yeah. There you go. I these.
0: love it should we go through this now we're gonna talk about it
1: sure all right Should put my list up from the napkin i sent it on
0: (laughs) (laughs) so we put this graphic together uh yesterday it was sent to me during my my other show doing my nba mock draft so i had to think a lot after thinking a lot about like picks and stuff so um kind of put together the three of us put together our list of the 10 players we think are most likely to trade the red at the trade deadline from the reds um nick and i both went Luis castillo at the top uh carlos went tommy fam but castillo second uh we all agreed that joey vada was the least likely of the 10 to be traded um but for the most part i mean i was a little lower on fam than carlos was nick was the lowest on fam of us all um I was the highest on Mali which I was kind of surprised by I thought for sure Lopez uh, Castillo and Mali would be the guys that are gonna get the most calls on so that's why I did my numbers but what kind of really made you guys put yours together the way you did
2: well I think fam I mean he, he's earning six million this year so he's still gonna cost the team about two million dollars um, you know I, I that's why I think he's a little lower and then of course the other challenges that he you know brings a team Um I'm just I'm not sure he's going to draw as much interest as I think a lot of people think. Um, just just you know just cost wise, you know, like Tyler Naquin's a cheaper player. Brandon is a lot cheaper player. Brandon Jury ain't going to cost you nothing. Um, so I, I don't know. We all have Kyle Farmer pretty high though. That would probably surprise some um, you know some Reds fans that we all have him in our top three. Um, yeah. So I mean I I, I definitely I think you and Farmer are my two for sure. You know like. Three through seven, maybe. Eight through ten, I think, is very, very unlikely. Unless you're throwing yeah. moose on with Castillo, you know, there's something something there. <laughs>
0: yeah, we all have the three the same three players in eight through ten, just in different orders, it looks like. Um actually Carlos and I have the exact same eight through ten. Nick's the other one that has moose higher than minor. Um I just think no one's gonna want Mike Minor, is what that comes down to. I think the
2: Reds I think the Reds want Mike Minor. <laughs> To be honest, again, someone has to start these games in the second half when you have guys shut down. So I, I'm not even sure the Reds will really be, be looking to move him unless someone, you know, specifically calls him. I just think Moose maybe has the potential to be thrown on um, like like Homer Bailey was, uh, you know, to the Dodgers. Like I, I don't think that's going to happen. I'm just saying I think that's more likely than someone, you know, wanting interest in Mike Miner. I think the Reds probably would rather just hold on to him and have someone to give them some innings. I think that's why they brought him in.
0: Yeah, that's fair.
1: Yeah, I just I have Mally so low because it's kind of like I almost have a little bit of hope that, you know, they sign him to an extension because he's the type of guy who's, you know, just you know, right in the middle between young and old veteran type of vet, not old, but just a veteran, you know, and he'd be the perfect guy to have in there. It's not going to cost you that much, you know, to be around in, in, in 2024 and, you know, maybe 24 through, I don't know, 26, 27, something like that. Um, he's, he's going to need to be an anchor there for those guys. Cause they're all still going to be young. So I just don't see how you're going to be serious in 2024 with nothing but rookie pitchers, you know, or if, who are you going to bring in? Somebody like Mike Minor? I'd rather you have a solid, you know, a solid number, number two, number three type veteran on the team. So that's kind of why I have him solo. I'm just kind of hoping that, you know, the, and I'm probably going to get crushed for this, but I'm hoping that, you know, the front office kind of sees it that way and, and holds on to him a little bit.
2: I'm sort of with you on that. I think they definitely need to be shopping him. I mean, I think they should be shopping just about everyone. Um, I have a feeling that the Reds aren't going to get maybe the offers that they want for Mali, and that's gonna make them, you know, say, you know, evaluate hey, well, maybe we should look at at keeping him um, or you know, keeping him looking at the off season, seeing if there's more interest there, looking at an extension in the off season, kind of, you know, giving your options on that. Um, I think they should be shopping him. If, if, if no one's going to pay what he's worth, uh, then, you know, just hold on to him and, and, you know, explore your different options, uh, uh, in the off season. But I mean, you could trade Tyler Malley and go out and sign a free agent and you're getting prospects back now and you're getting a free agent. So, uh, I definitely if it's between signing Castillo or Mali, I'm definitely 100% more on on Malley. Castillo's just too old for me to sign. I the Reds should never sign a pitcher over 30 years old for more than a couple of years. I just I think that that would be a massive mistake. Just it's too big of a risk for
0: this team with with the way they spend. I can't believe I've hit yeah. the point where I agree on that. I used to be like super pro Castillo and extremely frustrated with Malley, and now I'm like not frustrated with either of them, obviously, but like, yeah, I really in the point where like Tyler Malley. is kind of the guy I'd like to, build. yeah, I think they should build around as far as the
2: rotation. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just, you know, you have to see what offers are out there. I mean, if someone's going to offer yeah. you a pack, a package for Tyler Malley that really helps you long-term then, yeah, I mean, you got to take it, especially when you could, you know, just go out and sign a free agent pitcher. Um, I think the qualifying offer really changes a lot of this. I don't, I think that was kind of glossed over. And with the new CBA, like people didn't think that was that big of a deal, but I think that makes teams like the reds and teams lower with lower payrolls than the reds be far more aggressive with trading their players. You know, because you didn't have that. You don't have that protection anymore. That, that, that made you say like last year, Hey, let's hold on to Nick Castellanos. Let's not trade him at the trade deadline because we can probably get as much as we could get at the trade deadline in a, in a comp pick. So, um, I think that definitely changes a lot of the, the trajectory. Yeah, that's true. A- Adam asked, "Will Jose Barrero play for the Reds this year?" Um, yes, Jose Barrero will yes. play for the Reds. Yes, uh, unless, he he has a, unless he has a season injuring injury in Louisville, he will he will play. Um, I just, I mean, he's he's not hitting at Triple A right now. Kyle Farmer continuing to hit well. I, I just, I don't, I don't see why you would binge Kyle farmer or move him to another position when you're six weeks from the trade deadline, that doesn't help Kyle farmers trade
0: value. <laughs> right. Do you think when they're in San Francisco, um, the Kyle farmer is going to be like house shopping while he's there. He should be. I mean,
2: man, I just, I, I love that fit. I love that fit. I, I just think that's the, it's, it's probably one of those. It's too good to be true things, you know? Yeah. We got another good question here. Uh, we are Penn State Reds. Do you think it would be uh wise to move some pieces in early J- July or waiting till the deadline the best move? Uh, I mean, I'm sure the Reds are shopping everyone now. Um, I mean, if someone are offering you something great, sure, absolutely. And you know, you you need to weigh in the the risk of a that that player getting hurt. Uh, but teams just aren't desperate enough yet. You know, there just isn't that desperation. There's a reason all the moves happen at three o'clock on whenever the trade deadline is because teams get desperate. You know, you, you want the Mets and the Dodgers uh, to be in a bidding war for Luis Castillo. You want them to, you know, have to keep going up because, you know, there's just, and that's why I don't think the Reds got those offers in the off season because there just wasn't the the pressure uh, uh, on those other teams to make those moves, but there will be.
0: Yeah. Especially, I mean, you look at a team like the Mets with all their injuries they have in their rotation. Um, I mean, they got a lot of money tied up in it, don't get me wrong, but, um, that's going to kind of make that look like more enticing for a team like the Reds if people are going to kind of try to make that move. So, uh, we also got a comment about Solano having him, him low, you know, on our list. I
2: mean, he just, he's only played one game. He's another guy that's going to cost a team. I mean, I know it doesn't sound like much, but all these teams have budgets. He's going to cost a team over a million dollars, you know, for two months, you know, um, I don't know. He's going he'd have to really I think come up and hit really really well over the next like 5 weeks to to really get any sort of of, yeah. of trade value. I mean, I think if the Reds are trading, they're probably almost giving him away. Maybe even paying part of his salary at this point.
1: Because he, he signed pretty late, didn't he?
2: Yeah. Like yeah. later
1: than, I mean everybody signed like He was in he a, like really late, wasn't he? He
2: was, he was like he a was big part of locker watch. He was, he was before fam. I mean, fam was fam was super late, but yeah. yeah. I, I thought he, I still, I still think he was a good signing for the reds. You know, it just it too. Stinks, stinks. He didn't start the season until June 22nd. He would have been a really nice bat in April when the yeah. reds were playing Colin Moran every day against left-handed pitching, you know, it's just
0: ugh,
1: brutal. Seems like so April.
2: long ago. Yeah,
0: this this year has, has aged us.
2: It's a pretty good question from DJ Johnson. Ignoring the prospect capital, uh, what's a contending team you want to see Castillo or Malley traded to just purely for rooting for them?
1: Bring them on, on a sunny San Diego, baby. <laughs> well yeah, Carlos Snell. <laughs> they, they can be in the bullpen over there. That's how stacked they are. I don't know, man. Blake Snell's been pretty bad. I think, yeah, I forgot
2: about him. I think I don't wanna... Steel could, could creep onto a rotation. Yeah. Uh, the Giants, I mean, I always I, – I love the Giants. I love what they do. So I'd love for either one of them to get there. Um, I'd say Toronto, but one of the Reds pitchers can't go there. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which maybe,
2: Cle- maybe Cleveland.
0: I yeah. was going to say, why not Cleveland? They're in first place, like – they played really good baseball. Um, I think, think they like should this? have
2: money to spend. They're like 29th oh. in payroll.
0: Like You have that Castillo, mean, Shane Beaver, and Cal Clan trial in a playoff series? Like
2: They have the prospect capital, too. Send so them to Seattle.
1: Yeah. I mean, I they're think not. Seattle's
2: probably going the other way at the trade deadline. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I think they are, too. Um, might,
2: be, might be able to get Suarez back.
1: One <laughs> of them is? goes to the Yankees.
2: I don't think the Yankees are going to be looking I for don't, pitching. I mean, unless they have injuries, you know.
0: Yeah, well, that's why, like, um, yeah, because the Reds aren't. The Reds will probably want Jason Dominguez and uh, the Yankees aren't giving him up. Um, I think Kyle Farmer
2: has a better chance of ending up on the Yankees than either of those. Players. I do, too.
0: No, that's really that.
2: That's really their only need is shortstop.
0: Well, he already has short I, hair. He doesn't have a beard. So, you know, Kyle oh. Farmer, <laughs> New don't. York Yankee. I'd root for the Yankees for Kyle Farber. Well, I was going to say, um, I kind of really love, I don't know what the money situation is. Um, I know they have a decent prospect capital, and we'll have a guest to talk about this in a couple weeks, but I would, like, I've kind to the point where, like, I used MLB TV to watch the Mets because they're just incredibly fun to watch. They're super good. They're, like, they're stacked. So, like, putting Luis Castillo there, and then if they get, you know, Scherzer back in the postseason, you have those guys, and... Because if I understand correctly, they're not really counting on Jacob Dugram pitching anytime this year. So, um, if you're
2: if you're banking on him to make starts, you're mistaken. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it, at least get Steve the Mets would be pretty fun. Yeah, it's hard
2: yeah, to that see. The, it's hard to see the Mets not adding a starting pitcher just because of how much. I mean, they're paying Max Scherzer what thirty eight million dollars this year. Yeah. Like they have a lot invested in this season. It, it's hard to see them not you know, wanting to, to, to
0: push on. So. Could Tommy Pham end up on the Mets?
2: I'm, I'm fascinated. So, okay. I'm fascinated when Tommy Pham trade rumors come out, that will be a I fun know. thing to track, especially if there's little like nuggets, like, like thrown in there. This team is yeah. not interested for this reason.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know, we go to cross the giants off the list.
2: Probably the angels trout probably doesn't want anything to do with
0: yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> Good point. Can you go back uh, and to Tampa? Unless, this, yeah.
2: unless the Giants are struggling, then they've you know they're kind of crazy. <laughs> okay, we're gonna add this guy <laughs> to the mix. We're gonna
0: wake you guys up. Oh man, that'd be fun. That's a really great question. I, I really like that one. <laughs> Red Scout <get> twenty one <laughs> Cincy is Tommy fan the reason Jock Peterson is going to start in the All Star game?
1: Yes. I was wondering why he's leading. I guess, but it's the Bay Area. I guess.
0: Dude, he's having a great
1: season. Is he? I don't know. I just figured there'd be somebody better than Jock Peterson to start the NL All-Star game.
2: He's got a I 9
1: mean, OPS. Damn. He was the highlight of the World Series
0: parade last year. Like, he was pretty awesome. Good for
1: him. Yeah,
0: he lived his best life.
1: I hope he does, and then I hope Tommy Fam does not make it, and he wears some sort of shirts at the All-Star game just to <laughs> Spark it up And then once the All-Star game starts You're going to see Tommy Pham come from the top rope In left field <laughs> What does he sting? Mm-hmm. This
2: isn't the NBA <laughs> All-Star game <laughs> <laughs> You know what's going to happen I'm going to throw this out there You know what's going to happen is Brandon Drury is going to get selected As the Reds representative He's going to get traded It's going to be one of those Like Jeff Samarja that. did where the Reds don't have anyone because they traded their their one all-star.
0: <laughs> yeah, it happened to uh, Jeff Samargin, who's with the Cubs. They traded him to yeah. Oakland for the half-season. So he went to the All-Star game. He was wearing A's gear. Yeah, It was the weirdest-looking thing ever. Also, I've not pitching for the Giants for a while. Reds-Giants this weekend, do they fight? No. I'd be disappointed if they didn't.
1: It's going to be, if they do, it's going to be like one of those ones where it was at the end of Amir's you know, one of his 20. All- he like runs out the there by himself and. Where everybody's like, him. yeah, everybody's like, oh, God, here we go again. We don't really want to have your <laughs> back, but we have to. So uh, <laughs> don't hurt him. I,
2: I don't <laughs> know if Tommy Fam needs backup,
1: to be honest. Yeah. I don't think be he like,
2: believes he needs it. That, that that's that's true.
1: That's true. That's the point.
0: Yeah. That was that better said Tim.
1: Rex yeah. Quando.
0: Rex Quando. <laughs> Bowyer should say. <laughs> oh man! No. Well, I think at least tomorrow, you know, with how this losing streaks gone, you at least have a fun pitching matchup tomorrow. Will the game be fun? I don't know. Uh but Hunter Green and Clayton Kershaw is pretty awesome. Uh, so that game I at? actually thought about twelve thirty-five my time, so I think eleven thirty-five. Years.
1: I think I'm gonna have to miss it. Dang it! I don't think we'll see I'm what can we, we can hard. do.
0: Yeah, I think you're gonna I think you're gonna be okay. Um, but yeah, they oh, got a San Fran for three days. Good to see our old friend Disco on Sunday.
2: This is going to be Mike Minor. This will be Mike Miner's big start in San Francisco. Homer ball's been, been hurting him. It's a big ballpark. This is going to be uh, his Reds highlight. <laughs> seven seven innings. Wait. Seven innings. Can't one, wait. Seven innings. <laughs> no, no. Six and two thirds. One run. There we go. You heard it here
0: first. Yeah. You know, Tyler Malley doesn't want to get showed up by his old teammate. No?
1: Can yeah. you go ahead and, and uh, clip that and then send it to me so that way I have it if it goes bad? And I can send <laughs> it to you immediately because I don't know how to edit it and send it.
2: And he neutralizes Jock Peterson, their best hitter, you know. That you now know is yeah. their best hitter.
1: <laughs>
0: Nick um, provided my wife with, like, months of entertainment with all the videos he's clipped of me. She's a big fan, so... Uh what are we talking about here? <laughs> I don't know where to go from there. All right. So, we got the Cubs series after that and it looks like we should have Nick Lodola back for that. That's pretty cool, man. Yeah, that's the hope. That's
2: uh Yeah, yeah. man, it's a fun ro- it's a fun rotation. I mean, you know. Yeah. R- right now they are going on and and you're going to add Justin Dunn here at some point to it. So, I mean, at least it, at least these are, you know, fun pitchers that are interesting to watch.
0: Then, let's see. Oh my god, that freaking homestand! That's brutal. Uh, doubleheader at the Pirates <laughs> mixed in there. Yeah, there's that. There's that. Oh my god, three at the Braves, three at the Mets, and three with Tampa before you go to the Yankees. And
1: then, and then holy uh, cow! What a rough month. S- six straight games
2: against the Cardinals. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then Miami and Baltimore homestand, baby. We're coming. Are they forehead. losing a hundred this year? No, they're not losing 100.
1: No chance. 97. Might be, might be a little side bet going on. The late <laughs> night Reds text chat. I don't think they'll lose 95. I think.
0: We got action for sure. Oh, man. I hope you're right. I mean, I don't think it really matters. I think the difference between losing, what, 84 and 100 is basically the same thing at some point, right? Yeah, what well, do you just need to be in the, the top
2: six for the lottery now. So, just Oh
0: yeah, that's right. We don't the get the bot- damn for guaranteed first pick anymore. What the hell is this? Damn it. Mm-hmm. NBA. You just had to influence everybody. Nick, what was worse for you? Um, Clay Thompson winning the NBA championship or his brother? got Putting the dagger in the reds tonight. Wow.
2: Man, that's just hurtful. Yeah. I don't know. They both were rough. Hey, I'm, <laughs> I'm good because I didn't know this. Uh, Fangraphs right now has the Reds uh, at 95 as their projected loss total. I'm good on those numbers. I hadn't looked. I haven't looked in a long time. <laughs> if you think you're good,
1: we'll yeah, see. Man.
0: It's great, buddy. Yeah. I'm going to say it's under really- 96. Let's say 96. It's like, yeah, they got this big stand coming up where they play the Marlins, the Brave, the Orioles and the Marlins again. We ain't even mm. at the
1: dog days of summer yet, boys.
0: I know. It's not even July yet, and we're already talking like this. But, hey, What's you know, if you're having...
1: A terrible game.
0: <laughs> if you're having fun with us, like always, each and every week, uh, you'll be free to check out late night Get your solid T-shirts, sweatshirts, dog bandanas, or as Carlos puts it.
1: Granny panties.
0: <laughs> There's definitely dog bandanas, I promise. Um yeah, my, I know my wife's family bought a couple of the uh, Stein beer steins, and they're big fans of them. So so thank you guys for tuning in, as always. Be sure to give us a nice solid five-star review, even if you listen to this episode on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Google Play. Also, give us a follow on YouTube uh, each and every week at uh, Nick Kirby, Sash Late Night Reds. And uh, yeah, like I said, check out Bet Online. Use the promo code BELIEVE. Get that 50% welcome bonus as they present to the show each and every week. So uh, hopefully, next week, uh, we're talking about uh, not being on a losing streak still. We have a couple W's, uh, but we will be here. Same time, same place. Take it easy, everyone.